yesterday. All right, y'all. What's up? What's up? What's up? Man, I'm telling you, I know it's been a fast, long week. And I'm telling you, this winter storm out here in Texas ain't nothing nice, y'all. We uh, was out of power, freezing. But we was we had a chance to make it to um my daughter house. Let me cut this out. I mean, there's heat on. And um, then the power went out. They they had the plan cutting the power out. And so we wound up coming by my other daughter house. And they cut her power back on. So now we just waiting. Boy, I tell you. It's a sad, sad, sad thing out here in Texas, y'all. Pipes, people pipe busting because of the, uh, the freezing weather. And I know y'all been seeing it on the news. And like I was telling my family, I said, you know what? Greed, man. This all because of greed. And they're saying that um about the power grids, right? And now they're stating that the only reason why it happened the way they happened because the regulation didn't require them to um, weatherize the panels in the grids. So when that cold air hit, man, I ain't never felt that kind of cold before, y'all. It was cold out here. Man, when that power went out, that's a scary thing. And it's so sad that people started dying, y'all. Being cold. Um, a young lady and her, her daughter died right where we used to live three years ago. Or four years ago. Four years ago. Wait, let me see. Hurricane Harvey hit 2017. Yeah, about four years ago. Then 18, 19, 20. Yeah, three and a half years ago. Right across the street from where we used to live, y'all, the lady died off of LaRoche Street in Houston, Texas. Man, because they're trying to keep warm, y'all. That's just crazy. And even though they told us to buckle down that the storm was coming, a lot of people went to the store and, you know, made their little groceries and stuff, and they was prepared to buckle down, not realizing we're going to be bucking down without no heat. <laughs> Man, that was crazy. When that power went out, y'all, that air came into the point. My window had ice on the inside of the house. That's how cold it was. You hear me? Boy, I tell you. And so uh, my heart really goes out to people who died, man. They had older folks. The people in Galveston still don't have power. Now, we have power. Power came on here. Yesterday, because we came back over here. We was first one, my oldest daughter. She had power, okay, up to Tuesday. And that night, y'all, we had just got in, had cooked a nice hot meal. You know, we was playing a game, and then all of a sudden, boom, shakalaka, the power went out. It's like, oh, man. So yesterday, um, my daughter and my son came to her house, her new place. To see the power was on. The power was on. 
And so we just came over here. So we've been over here ever since. So we just gonna stay put because it's still cold. The road is still icy in some areas. Now the stores running out of food and milk. Like right now my daughter out trying to find milk for the baby. And um man, I'm telling you, it's 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 man, it's something. That's all I'm saying, y'all. God is talking. We still got another freeze. We got two more days, y'all, for this freeze to hit. Recommendations from local authorities on what to do as far as the water pressure. It's complicated. And, of course, uh, make sure that you keep everybody you know, warm and safe tonight. Because our future cast shows that temperatures, although they may get close to 40 uh, today, will likely fall back into the 30s by sunset and then all the way down to 25 by tomorrow morning. Here's good news in the forecast. Sunshine returns for tomorrow and will return right after this. It's time for the ultimate sleep number event on the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. You can both adjust your comfort with your sleep number setting. Can you help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. But can it help keep me asleep? Absolutely. It intelligently senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you both effortlessly comfortable. Ah, see ya. Come on, let me change it. <laughs> Uh, watch his hand. Don't stand at the door like that. Adam, see? Okay, look. It's still early in the morning. And the people downstairs, guess what? That's respect other people, okay? No running. Go ahead and watch the um the little cartoon. cartoon. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's good in color. All right? Okay, order. All right. Mitra, we good? All right. Well, I'm sure everybody experienced this cold Arctic weather here all over the nation. So I just want everybody to do your best to wrap up, you know, check on your loved ones, check on your family, your friends, you know, Facebook, you know, whatever social media that you can still have access to. Um, I had purchased some solo power batteries. Oh my gosh, did it come in handy? So I hope that encouraging a lot of individuals to start investing in some power pack issues. Oh, her thing is leaking. Um, that this happened. Like when, I, when my power had went out the second day, I was able to charge my phone up with my power pack. And then I put it by the window so the sun could charge it again. And then I have power again. So that's how I was able to sustain my phone service. You know, so thank God for that. But next, we're going to invest in a solo generator for the inside of the house where you can go buy one of those skillets where you can cook and warm water, you know, and stuff like that. So that's just through all of this. Here, it teaches us how to prepare for if something happened again like this here. So it's good to get the solo solo generation generator. Who's that, Bucky's? Came back on the head, had power 
for maybe three or four days. Oh, wow. And, uh, Bucky. tell you, when you look across the street at Mobile and then you look at the CVS Pharmacy and it's dark out here, that's not a good sign. But now people are back in business. The power's back on out here. Came on last night. We came on the air early this oh, morning. Oh, four days. I hope that food's still now, good. The natives in the neighborhood that the power was back on. And boy, I tell you what, they have since flopped to Bucky's. We spoke with a couple of them a little bit earlier. They're very happy to get back here, although they also know that there are other people in other communities who don't have power, who aren't able to access gas, but they do have gas and power here. Also, they're purchasing lots of water. They're getting everything here at Bucky's. As you well know, Bucky's is well equipped for anyone who comes. They have just about anything in there that you can possibly imagine. So it's a good morning uh, out here in Richmond. Uh, along Cran River Road at 59. The Bucky's is open. We're locked here, Bucky's. You say the Bucky's is open. 26 minutes. Nate, I don't know whether you can answer this, but are most of the folks topping their tanks off? Bless you. No, I actually think that they are purchasing gas, and, and uh, there are people, well, I won't tell that story, but there are people who are in, in, in dire need of gas. I'll just put it that way to you uh, and let your imagination flow. But mm. I'll tell you, there are people here who saw who are gas for three or four days. You know what that means. They got their gas cans. To be able to put gas in their tanks. So they're very unfortunate that this Bucky's is open. There's That's what that means. And they'll be able to get to some sense of normalcy, Jose. And that's what everyone wants in our community. I mean, people have the gas cans and they pack it for me. Right now, stay with our coverage of the winter storm. Look how fast they're driving. After the break. Them people's feeding. Oh, I tell you, huh? But as the clouds clear out, like most of the models are showing them right now, then we're going to get very cold. Maybe even some low middle 20s in Houston with teens to the north. So you've got to protect the lights, like the people, and the pets. Right now, it is cold in Houston, 33 at Hobby Airport with a very harsh wind coming in from the north, which is leading to a very unpleasant wind chill value. Uh, you'll see that elsewhere the winds are a little bit uh, gustier, especially there along the coastline. Well, Galveston's 35 with the north wind at 22, and that equates to a feels-like value of 24 right now. It feels like it's in the low to middle 20s in Houston right now. Look at that brown feels-like value of 19 and College Station 17. There's a lot more uh, snow and sleet out there to the west of San Antonio, and that may be sliding in our direction through the day today too although like i said i don't think it'll be a big deal for houston but we could see a few flurries download the fox 26 weather app so you are apprised of any further alerts that are issued for our area uh, which could affect you heading into this evening or tomorrow morning icy roads a concern this morning and that gives way to a cloudy breezy and cold afternoon and then make your final preps for an overnight freeze temperatures today likely stuck below 40. All right, thanks for that, Mike. Let's see what's happening on the traffic 
situation out there. I can tell you we don't have any accidents to report at this hour, and I really believe that's because so many people are staying home. As we give you a look at Traffic Max 360, we can tell you a few problems out there. We can also show you through Houston Transtar what's going on along Highway 99 and I-69 North. We've been watching this area for a while, and it looks like it's super quiet, and that bridge does look iced over. I have a feeling it's probably closed down because we haven't seen vehicles on this in hours. No. Is she waiting at Target when they open up so eight? It makes it very difficult to travel around Houston because we do have so many to see if they have milk Let's and they're not sure. She'll come back home and wait to um. Pull over here. This looks very quiet out there. So just know that there are still people. That boy drank some milk. We had just went to the store. Oh no, you know what? That was two days. We went to the store Sunday. Now I can tell you we had major progress overnight on power outages across our area. How great is that to hear? More than ninety-five percent of center point. Girl, you know they took their thing down. Thank goodness for that. Playing and unplaying. Fifty thousand of you do remain mm -hmm. without power. Well, when they took it down, see you don't even see it anymore. No but guess what? I all recorded it. So you can't say you didn't have it on. Y'all didn't plan it. I, I took a picture of it. Significant improvement that has been made during the overnight hours into this morning. So to put things into perspective, around this time yesterday, the numbers kept fluctuating around 45% power restored. And now we're currently at over 98%. Now, to put down a bit over a million people in the greater Houston area were without power yesterday. And the latest update today from Centerpoint says that about 46,000 people are still without power. Now, those numbers keep changing, but it is a significant improvement. And while this is a great step in the right direction, Governor Greg Abbott has been working closely with the White House to provide additional resources for Texans and to expand the supply of the energy in our state. He has also ordered natural gas producers to not export product out of Texas until February 21st and sell it to providers in this state instead. He spoke yesterday about how it's not just the renewable energy sources we lost during the storm. Every source of power that the state of Texas has has been compromised, uh, whether it be uh, renewable power such as wind or solar, but also, as I mentioned today, uh, access to coal uh, generated power, access to gas generated power also have been compromised. We're still not out of the woods yet, although many of us have gotten our power restored. We need Don't to run washers, dryers, or dishwashers. Open blinds when sun is out. Try to keep your thermostat at least 68 degrees. Remember to unplug That's freezing. that you're not using. And try not to run your dishwasher, washer, or dryer because they take up a lot of energy. And if you want to keep your house warm during the day, you can open your blinds and shades because that's going to let that sunlight in to keep things warm. We have some more good news. It's not just Centerpoint that has made great improvements. Energy Texas provided their latest update, so they're saying now they have about 11,000 customers without power. And Texas New Mexico Power now has over 2,000 customers without power. So both of those providers also making great improvements. Natasha Viva reporting, Fox 26 News. Thank you, Natasha. Now, the other major concern today is water. Millions of Texans are under boiled water notices. Orders are in yeah, place. Just sent me another one from my area, Barrow Water. Certain parts of Montgomery, Fort Bend, Brazoria, and Galveston counties, and several more. 
you'll find a complete list. Look at that dirty faucet. That's nasty. Y'all wrong for that. Now, Who that kitchen is? is impacted, Fox Sixers, Denise Middleton is live with what to do. Denise. Yeah, Jose, you know, many of us, myself included, are going on day three or four with little to no water. So whether you're drinking, preparing food, or brushing your teeth, you're going to need to boil the water first. Now, if your tap water isn't clear, give it some time to settle and strain the water with a clean cloth, paper towel, or coffee filter to remove the sediment. Uh. And hold the water at a rolling boil for at least two minutes to kill any harmful bacteria. Now, once the water has cooled, you can store some of it in pots or containers. And the water doesn't need to be purified when doing laundry, washing hands, or bathing, except when bathing young children, people with weak immune systems, and anyone with an open... I don't want to call it finger pointing, but if someone does, I'll accept it. But the truth has to be told. Who do you think should be held accountable for what has happened over the past few days? Well, we do have to look at those who are responsible for upgrading the system. That's right. And um, it That's was known in 2011 and times thereafter to ERCOT that um, That's right. the system had to be upgraded. That's the Electric Reliability Council of Texas. And they, while they should have uh, move forward and uh, done whatever they can with persuasive powers because, as you know, we're deregulated here in Texas. Um, they should have done whatever they could to get these upgrades in place. And uh, since we are not doing this, we're placing profits above people. And it's not unusual in a deregulated environment for industries to place profits above people. Uh, at some point, we're going it to is. have to I regulate this environment and impose upon yep. those who are making pocket the, the money the necessity to make the upgrades so that we don't encounter these problems in the future lives have been lost uh, people are suffering yes uh, i've had a, a elderly home to call where senior citizens need help uh, they need uh, help there with the, the various forms of uh, medical equipment that require electricity. I've had a federal prison system to call uh, and actually ask for help because they're not getting water. Uh, this is bigger than we might imagine. And the people who have a hands-on experience have to do more. So we're probably going to have to regulate. And I would add this. I think that we have to bring Texas into the national grid. Uh, we, we need to be a part of the total grid in a more efficacious way. Uh, because power can be moved around. Uh, this, in this case, you couldn't move it around in Texas because all of Texas is consumed with the cold weather. But uh, we need a national grid. And one of the things that I will be pushing for and encouraging my colleagues to support is to upgrade our national grid and to bring Texas into the grid. We have an East Coast grid, a West Coast grid, and a Texas grid. Uh, Texas needs to become a part of the national grid. That's right. Congressman Al Green, thank you so very much for joining us wow. this morning. Thank you for your insight, and uh, stay warm if you can. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to do my best, but there are others who really need the help, and we have to get to them and get that help uh, to them expeditiously. Thank you so much for what Fox 26 does in getting the message out. I greatly appreciate it. As always. Thank you. Well, thank you, Congressman.
827 right now. Stay with us. Our live coverage of the Winter Storm continues after the break. The See what I'm saying, y'all? They put profit over people. It just said. It's really sad. And now you got people dying because they're freezing to death inside their house. Because they refuse to weatherize the pipes. Wow. There you have it. From our representative, Al Green. to people and you know one of these things is when you're dealing with these mechanical systems it's still possible that there's certain places where when they go to make a connection that the actual breakers may be literally frozen so you know with ice so they're you know the crews are out there all across mm -hmm. texas you know working on these restorations and so you know it, it's in progress it's upward progress um but we're still you know we're, we're close to getting out of the woods but uh not quite there yet he answered the question. For anyone who does lose power, perhaps again, I want to try to reassure them a bit because they may be fearful that it's going to happen for days again at a time. But I understand you have ordered these blackouts not to last any longer than 12 hours. And then ERCOT says hopefully it might only be more like little spots here and there of 30 minutes. Right. So basically, initially, the reason that rotating outages were not able to be used was the severity of the energy that was lost off of the system. Uh, be with that coming back, uh, yesterday, the Public Utility Commission issued an order in a late day meeting to limit those outages to no more than 12 hours and then to continue rotating if it's needed. Now, we understand that Centerpoint only has about 45,000 customers without power, and I say only, those 45,000 people are saying, yeah, right. It is a really tough thing for even one person to go through this. But that being said, for the people who do have power, how important is at this point for us to still conserve? I know I'm so thankful to have the lights and the heat back on in my house, but I've still been doing everything I can to keep every light out except the room I'm in. Everything's unplugged. Does one house at a time still make a difference at this point? It still does. Um, you know, the conservation orders have not been lifted. You know, the con you know, so that yeah, call see, is mean, still so there. The and it's just it's wise, you know, even just at this at this time, again, even as the power is becoming available, you know, that in times in terms of making those connections, um, it's just a, it's a for lack of a better word, a delicate time and kind of a, a need for engineering precision. And so anything that people in their homes who have power can just, you know, work towards safety, work towards comfort, that kind of thing. Uh, we're just not ready to work towards luxury just yet. No, not at all. All right, Andrew, thanks for your time from the Public Utility Commission this morning. It's good to see this news that things are looking so much better for our area. Appreciate your time this morning. Yes, ma'am. Right now, let's check in live with Fox 26's Ruben Dominguez. He is with a chef who is working oh so hard, cooking it up for people who need that warm meal. Yeah, we so need that warm meal, bro. <laughs> Yeah, they're going to need it because some places still have ice on the road. People can't be driving. And what about people who don't have transportation and stuff? I'm so thankful y'all was able to come and get me, too. And we had different households to go to. That, that was the miracle part right there, too.
through a rough time because and it was a few hours in a freezer but it, it depends on the, the freezer have a certain uh, I guess mercury or whatever to preserve that food Remember your food got to stay a certain temperature. How would you know? Well, I caught up with Christina Jacks, a dietitian with LifeSum app, to get some important ideas for you. Safe drinking water is crucial. If you still have it, you may want to store some just in case you either lose your water supply or electricity. If you're in a place where you can actually fill up water bottles because you're actually draining your pipes so that they don't freeze, that's something that we actually do in Minnesota when we have a deep freeze. We fill up water jugs, turn off our water, and then you can put those water jugs outside to be um, to help keep uh, like ice to cool other foods that might be in your cooler. But if water isn't, and you still have the ability to cook or to just hydrate yourself, um, some of those other hydrating foods that are pantry staples could be canned or boxed soups, broths, and even juices um, are really, really helpful. So anything that you have, this is not a time to worry yourself about, um, oh gosh, should I have a sweetened beverage or not? You need to stay hydrated. And so this is the time to actually go into anything that's in a can or a box um, that is a soup, a broth, a juice. And that's a great way to stay hydrated as well. And if you are running out of power and um, and your pantry is starting to get white too, other great sources of nutrients are nuts, nut butters, if you've got whole grain crackers, dried fruit, granola bars, and even fortified cereals. So you're going to get some of those micronutrients, even if you don't have milk to put on it. Hundreds of thousands of Houstonians have been dealing with little or no electrical power this week. So if you've had to store your food outdoors in the cold, here's how to make sure it's safe to eat. There's the one way, which is called the smell test, and I think we all know that one, right? We also know what uh, mold looks like, whether it's green or you've got any sort of buzz going on it. That's not what you want to do or anything that's smelling bad. But as a general rule, if you do have a food thermometer, that's an awesome way to know if your food's been safe. So you can see, is it maintaining a temperature that is at least 35 degrees low, you know, and below. So, you know, if you've got a, a thermometer, take that um, that test, but also the smell test. I would also say anything that's been out in the garage where the temperature's been fluctuating and maybe not cold enough, um, anything more than three to five days, you're really um, running risk of um, foodborne illness. And if you do decide to eat some of that food, especially um, meats and dairies, uh, first of all, be very cautious. Go with some of those those uh, tips that I just gave you, but also make sure that if you do decide to eat it, you need to cook it thoroughly, 165 degrees or above, just to make sure that you're killing any bacteria that may have grown during that time. Nutritionists suggest that if any of your perishable food was stored above 40 degrees for more than two hours, then it should be tossed out even though it's hard to do, just to make sure you don't suffer a foodborne illness from it. All right, now I can tell you that I did lose my power most of the week. We stored all of our refrigerated food in the garage and then all of our frozen food outside, and I did put a thermometer to the test. Now, there were a couple of things that were right on top that didn't pass the test. I tossed them, but everything else, we'd actually put them in um, some some containers and even some boxes, anything we could because we had a lot of food. Um, Everything on the bottom stayed well below 35 degrees, which I was really happy about. So just play it safe. I don't want anyone trying to get 
to an emergency room right now because of a foodborne illness. But at the same time, I know financially it's hard to throw away food. So just do what you can to protect you and your family. All right, let's talk about what's in store for us. We, we still have another day to go, everyone. We're in it together. So let's just get through this day. And then we can all breathe a sigh of relief and hopefully live up with some sunshine and Young fall out, Yes, ma'am. It's about 24 hours, Melissa, uh, because our hard freeze warning actually expires at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning. It goes into effect from midnight tonight through 9 a.m. Beyond that, I'm not going to say it's going to be warm, but it will be a whole lot better with the return of sunshine, like Melissa just said. So cold and windy out there this morning. Still watch for some icing on the freeways, even though it's almost 9 o'clock. We haven't really warmed up. 31 at Bush Airport, 30 for Tampa. all over. He just looking at it because she got it. Traveling if you can. We do have some precip coming down north. I can't hold it for a movie. Look at one. 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 Followed up by a sunny day tomorrow. Yeah. The sun sounds.